0: This is the truth about Kadena. We're about to reveal some crazy facts about Kadena that you haven't heard of.
1: Welcome to The Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, Welcome to The Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka The Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, The Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to reveal the truth about Cadena. We're about to reveal some
0: crazy facts about Cadena that you may not have heard of. So we're going to dive right into this project, learn about the founders, the tokenomics, the marketing, and whether or not we would personally buy it or not.
1: 100%. I think when you when you talk about layer one blockchains that are sleeping giants that could potentially do a 50 to 100X, the name Cadena gets gets thrown around in the mix with with these projects. It's, it's something that we've talked about in our Discord pretty frequently. You know, during the last bull run, we were trading it for sure. Um, but I think, you know, it's, it's time for us to really do a deep dive. I think there's a lot of people that don't know what Kadena is, what it does, what differentiates itself from Ethereum, Solana. And there's some really cool things they've got going on behind the scenes. So this is definitely an episode you want to listen to the end. Yeah, I mean, the
0: more you dig into Kadena, you realize just how good of a project it actually is. You know, have some really big advisors, um, some big names. They have a really cool technology. Um, so, Cadena claims to be the only layer one proof of work blockchain that's able to scale. Uh, I believe they're using like some DAG t- technology as well to help them with the, the throughput. But they're using proof of work that what Bitcoin uses for the security aspect of things. That's right.
1: Because this is enterprise focused. Yeah, so it's like a proof-of-work blockchain with the speed of a proof-of-stake blockchain. That's right, yeah. And, you know, it's funny when you when you do research on these these blockchains, they all claim to have solved the trilemma, right?
0: Mm-hmm. We're
1: the only blockchain to ever solve the trilemma. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, the approach that Cadena is taking is actually different than pretty much every other project we've seen, and I think that's why we decided to do this episode. Um, because if you can keep that security of Bitcoin and you can add scalability of proof of stakes in some other, you know, faster blockchains, you might have a really interesting recipe for exactly what we're talking about, enterprise adoption.
0: Yeah, so what makes it really unique is the fact that it combines two different consensus mechanisms. So it's using uh, Bitcoin's proof of work and the DAG. So basically what it is, to make it secure, they braid... So I found this really interesting, and this is how they're able to prevent uh, hacks. It's like hack mitigation, and when you're dealing with the financial system, because on their website, you know, when, when we dive into this project a little bit further, you'll understand kind of where I think this project is trying to go. But what they do is they braid chains together and offering not one, but 20 separate chains that all work simultaneously together. And this is really important because when you're minting, minting blocks simultaneously on multiple blocks, it hack. it reduces the amount of time that attackers have to attack the chain. So I find that this braided, techn- braided chain technology that they, they work with is really unique.
1: Yeah, 100%. That's one of the things that caught my eye as well. So they have subchains, right? So when the, when the work of one chain, you know, the load becomes too heavy or too much, the subchains are actually preventing that. So currently they have 20 subchains, um, but the plan is to hard fork and establish blockchains with up to 100 subchains working parallel underneath the main chain in the future. And that's why it can potentially be used for enterprise adoption. If you have millions, 50 million people using one blockchain, you know, it's going to get the throughput, That the, the speed is going to suffer. But if there's 100 subchains providing power to this main chain through Kadena's system, that is where they potentially can set themselves apart.
0: And that's where it, you talk about enterprise adoption and the more it gets used. And there's a, a huge narrative right now around energy efficiency you know, with Ethereum's uh, merge coming up with the stuff that's going on in California and the power grids and all this stuff, right? Uh, Proof of work. They're talking about, you know, how much energy Bitcoin's using for mining and whatnot. So cool thing about this, about Cadena is that it uses the same energy regardless of the growth of the network. That's right. So I found that really neat as well based off of their technology. And another thing to take note of too is they have a a private layer called Curo which is their layer two. So you can think of this as like Polygonmatic to Ethereum. And the throughput is insane. I think it, it looks like it can do up to 480,000 transactions per second. That's a lot. Which
1: is like, I think it's one of the highest in all of crypto. There's definitely, you know, a lot of those things um, that from the, the surface level make Kadena look very attractive. And again, going back to the energy efficiency, its, its architecture could make it the only platform that can deliver increase transactions per second while keeping the energy efficiency level, right? So, you know, normally if a chain gets really popular and the TPS is going, it's maybe coming down and the, the throughput is is suffering, the energy demand of the chain is going to, you know, it's going to be a lot. And that's, that's where like, you know, when Ethereum experiences
0: a, a ton of usage, it's gas fees go up. You know, when Solana is built for speed and they, you know, they claim to have X amount of TPS as well, but then they're all the hacks, there's a ton of hacks they have to deal with and, and outage, outages. Yeah. So this is providing
1: security, but the speed and the throughput with the TPS, so. And, and now going to that point where you just said about gas. Yeah. This is one of the things that we love about Kadena, right? They're the first crypto company to have what's called gas stations on their blockchain, right? Mm. So what does that mean?
0: So basically, so the cool thing about Cadena already is that the transaction fees are already pretty low. But in terms of adoption, you know, when you have people on our Discord or whoever follows us on any of our accounts, and we start talking about a project, then they're trying to mint something on Ethereum, right? And it's using up all this, all these people are coming onto this platform. The gas fees go through the roof, right? What ends up happening when people are paying such high fees is it curbs adoption. So with the gas station, the businesses who are, the enterprises who are building on Cadena, they... They will pay the gas for the user so that you as a consumer of the business, you get to utilize the DAP for free.
1: Yeah, that's that right there is probably one of the coolest things about Kadena that I found of anything that they're offering. So, you know, if you're minting an NFT on Ethereum and everything's very popular and the blockchain's busy, you might end up spending fifty to a hundred dollars in gas. That's gonna put off a lot of people because they just don't have that money to waste. Mm. But if a JP Morgan or a, you know, a conglomerate of uh, banks or hospitals builds a blockchain on using Kadena, and they provide this gas to the user, then you can go and use their services without wasting your money, throwing it away on gas. Mm. And I think that is going to be one of the huge things which drives adoption to their blockchain once it actually starts seeing real adoption and also brings enterprises towards them because they know that's a huge selling point. You know, it all comes down to marketing, right? Yeah. Imagine you're, you know, seeing a commercial for crypto or blockchain in the future. And it's like, "Well, you know, with us, you pay no gas." Yeah. You go to with, you know, whatever it is, Ethereum, you know, you're paying gas. With us, you pay no gas. Simple marketing, like that is just a huge game huge. changer. Yeah. yeah so yeah. that's that's one thing I love about it for sure.
0: Me too. And so I, so it almost seems like Kadena is trying to make it easier for adoption, um not only from the user perspective, you know, whether it's you or I or any one of our listeners who are using one of the dapps that are built on Kadena. But it's also the smart contract language that they use, which makes it easy for developers to also build on Kadena.
1: That's right. So they're making it easy on both sides for the developers and the users. Yeah, 100%. And and ease of adoption from both sides is key Um, for developers to have to come and, and learn a completely new smart contract language when they're, especially for newer blockchains that need to poach developers from other ecosystems if you have to uh, learn this new complex language, well, maybe you're just not going to go all together. Mm. So a, comp- a company like Cadena, which is offering us an easy language and also benefits for the consumer and the enterprise, what they're doing is potentially creating an environment where things can scale up quite rapidly. Yeah. You know, like uh, if once the real world adoption does start for Cadena, things can go pretty well for them. And that's where you might see that 20, 30, 40, 50 X. Mm. So, You know, when you look at the ecosystem right now of Cadena, there's not a lot there. If you go on the website, you can check out their ecosystem. They've got the bare minimum. They've got a wallet, a DEX, a launch pad, a swap, a liquidity provider, an NFT marketplace, you know, one of each of those things. There's not a ton of users on there. But when you're looking for these sleeping giants, you know, these mid-cap gems, that's kind of what you're looking for. You're looking for a platform that really hasn't seen adoption yet. Because once it seems adoption, then you're never going to get that 100x again from the token price, right? Yeah. It's like buying Solana at $2. Right. You know, now it's down at 40 or 50 or whatever it is. It's still a bargain, but you're not going to get that 100,000x pre-adoption. So that's what we like to do is find these platforms with superior technology that are pre-adoption. They are riskier bets for sure. But when you put two and two together and you hedge your bets over a few uh, platforms, that's where you can find those life-changing gains
0: yeah and i mean cadena's trading pretty down pretty low i think it's like a dollar 50 or something like that um
1: significantly down from its all-time high all-time high was 24 24 bucks 24 bucks holy shit so it's down to a 150 yeah so right there that's you know
0: 12x or whatever it is it's a hell yeah it's a, i mean it's a hell of a position to be in at the moment especially like they are so go, just going back to that packed um language that they use mm-hmm. it's readable by non-developers and the cool thing I like about it is that it automatically detects bugs before the exploit. So in terms of talking about a developing ecosystem, PACT is multi-protocol. So right now, Cosmos developers can use PACT to build on Kadena. And they're working on bringing on Polkadot. So they are now starting to see this. Um, they're starting to bring on different
1: blockchains. Yeah, I like that. Which is sweet. I think the, yeah, um, the, uh, the whole thing about PACT it frees you from the exploits, like the exploits that you potentially face before it happens. Exactly, and you know, it, it kind of reminds me of um, Casper. Mm. How you can change the smart contract. It's another way of mitigating. So it's like you know, you fuck up on a smart contract and there's a vulnerability. Well, on most blockchains, you're screwed. Yeah. With Casper, you can change it when it's live. Whereas with Cadena, it'll te- it'll test it kind of before it goes out for you. Right. So there's different ways of mitigating hacks and and vulnerabilities and security. And I think having that as, as part of the the sales pitch, so to speak, yeah. will will work volumes for them for sure.
0: Absolutely. So
1: I'm really liking so far their security because
0: hack mitigation, I think, is absolutely massive. You know, with where there's like two billion hacks already, mm-hmm. um, two two billion dollars worth of hacks this year. So uh, I really like their focus on that. One thing that really um kind of the one reason I didn't really want to continue investing in Cadena. I, I was in it around $5 and I sold off around $640, $650. And, but what really um, kind of deterred me at the time before doing the research, like more research yep. into this project. I mean, we're researching projects all the time. It's um, <clears throat> Was their t- their tokenomics? So they only have 20% of their tokens in circulation. Right. Um, but that's where I, that's kind of why I was like, oh, fuck, they still have 80% of their tokens to be released. I'm like, I don't know if I want to be buying this thing, right? Yep. But when you dig into it, this is where it gets interesting. This is the best part. This is the best part. Yeah. So seventy percent of their tokens go to the miners. So the team only holds six percent. Early investors only hold six percent of the tokens. So the seventy percent of the tokens. So let's just get into the tokenomics here. So the twenty uh, percent has been is currently in circulation. They have a max supply of twenty billion. Uh, sorry, one billion. So seventy percent goes to the miners, which which is seven hundred million of those tokens. So that's all for the rewards for the proof of work mining. That's what the rewards are. Right. So even though yes, they have a lot of tokens to be released, it's not really for the team or the investors. But it's it's also the the period of time at which they're going to be released. It's designed to um, be released over the course of a hundred years. So that inflation that's going to occur is really not that
1: significant. Right. So on the surface, you might see 20% circulating, circulating supply and you think that you're just going to get dumped on. Yeah. Every time it spikes, you're just going to get dumped on, dumped on, dumped on. But when you look under the hood, the tokenomics are designed to actually prolong yeah. the project and make sure everything, You know, especially when you have a project that is proof of work, you have to have the reward set up differently, for right. the tokens going out to the miners, because it's a diff- it's a different way of creating tokens then most other projects, which are proof of stake. Yeah. It's more like Bitcoin, right? Yeah. Miners have the rewards.
0: So I found that really interesting. I'm like, cause at first I was like really deterred from it, but now I'm like, it's actually quite good. 20% goes to the platform and 6% to early investors. And it's a gradual uh, release to the early investors. Remember it's only 6% and it's uh, deter- uh, released out to 2030. Right. So there's still another eight years of release, but it's so slow. And what I really like what they did is uh, this is last year, They reduced the emission of tokens from 48 million per year down to 22 million per year. Right. So they've reduced it so that it's more favorable for the community. And it's actually the most community favorable token distribution among all
1: layer ones. I like it. Yeah. So we're getting into a few things, obviously, that it's sounding, you know, the case for Kadena is sounding pretty good. Yeah. So, you know, again, going back to their ecosystem, it is small-ish at the moment. But if you go to the website, you can see they've just launched, well, just in the past six months or whatever, a hundred million grant for Web3 builders. We always, you know, when we look at how to do research on crypto projects, one of the things we always say is look for these grants because it shows you that growth is coming. There is money behind the project. You know, we've talked about this with Near Protocol. They had their billion dollar grant and the token spiked. This is back in the, the, the 2021 mm, bull run. Mm. So when you see that Kadena has that hundred million grant behind it, they're aiming to grow Metaverse gaming, NFTs, DeFi, DAOs, everything they want in the Cardano ecosystem. So that's another tick for me that they have that money behind it and you just know that there are going to be projects building on it.
0: Yeah, they are developing and what you you want to find projects that are building right now and are developing and the fact that they do have this 100 million dollar grant in addition to they are planning to double their employee headcount by the end of the year as well. So they're hiring. You know they're growing, they're hiring, they're offering these grants like mm. that's what you want to see. So you said before we started this podcast, you know, we're looking at trying to find some news articles and whatnot on Kadena, and there's really not a lot out there. Yeah. That could be a good thing. They're spending their, their efforts right now towards building versus marketing.
1: For sure. So now I think we should talk about the team. Yeah. Because okay. the team of Cadena is another very interesting thing. So the founders, Stuart and William, they created JP Morgan's first blockchain and led the SEC's crypto committee. Mm. So right away. One of them built JP Morgan's first blockchain and the other one led the SEC's crypto committee. Like we don't want to gloss over that fact, right? <laughs> These are two, they've got connections yeah, and experience with the biggest of the biggest enterprises and government offices. Mm. That can come in handy moving forward. It's not about what you know, it's about who you know. That's right.
0: Right? So you see what the SEC is doing with XRP, Ripple um, over there, so... Whatever sort of connections that these guys have could go a long way. They, yeah, they created JPM coin, uh, I believe it was. So,
1: And I think it gives us clues into where they want Kadena going, right? Yeah, It's built for a reason. They would have seen problems in the enterprises and organizations that they worked in previously in their lives mm-hmm. and said, this is the solution we need. It needs to be 100% secure, hence proof of work, but also scalable, hence proof of stake. And they've created this hybrid blockchain that, you know, in our opinion, I think is designed specifically for these huge enterprises that have very vulnerable data, whether it be healthcare data or finance data or government data that, you know, this can, we cannot have this being hacked. No. So they're creating this hybrid blockchain specifically for big money, sorry, big companies. And with big companies comes big money. Yeah. So, you know, you put two and two together, you know, who's on their advisory team? I do. The co-inventor of blockchain. Crazy. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and he's
0: the most cited author on Satoshi Nakamoto's 2008 Bitcoin white paper. Man. So between the advisor and the two founders, it's a pretty freaking strong community, eh?
1: Yeah. So again, you know, you're, you're doing your research on crypto projects, ticks, ticks, X's, ticks, team, that's a massive green tick for me. Yeah. The experience of that team, the, the advisors on the board... They even have,
0: like, if you go to some of their, like, lesser known individuals, they have software engineers from
1: Google, Microsoft, et cetera. Yeah, for sure. So it looks like they're aiming at security, insurance, financial, and healthcare sectors. Yeah. And, you know, depending on how you want to position your portfolio, it might be nice to have some coins that are going after these corporate sectors, as opposed to something that's more consumer-facing, like a Solana or something like that, you know, games and NFTs and stuff. So... If you're going to balance out that portfolio, some of these banker coins or corporate coins, or whatever, might make sense to to have a look at.
0: Yeah, especially when on the website says capable of scaling to settle the nine plus million trades executed on the New York Stock Exchange each day. I feel like we could kind of see where the where this company's heading. And imagine if they are. Imagine if imagine if the New York Stock Exchange somehow I don't know was facilitated on Cadena, the, the
1: transaction New- fees. <laughs> The New York block exchange. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, honestly, um, I could long term, they might build some sort of sister thing that and Cadena, like if it's the most secure that is scalable for doing, it's built for this purpose. Mm. That's, you know, it's a long shot bet. But hey, if that comes through, this thing's going 100x.
0: Yeah, we all know the way JP Morgan likes to manipulate things too. So surely Mm. they're going to manipulate in... in their favor here. If, if they
1: come out and say, we will never use Cadena, they're using it. Yeah, yeah. They're already <laughs> using it, right? Um, so let's look at, there are some real world use cases that Kadena has been building towards over the last couple of years. So they're working with a company called USCF and they are developing financial products. Um, so they're already kind of building, which would probably be like a smaller version of what they would eventually want to do with JP Morgan. They're also working with a company called Rimedy. And they're working on a pilot with the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, the FDA. Right. Working on an application that tracks where food is sourced from and if it's safe and all that kind of stuff. Perfect. Blockchain supply chain for food and health and safety. No way. Now, that is one of the things we always talk about, having a big application for blockchain software. Yeah. They're already doing it. And they're working with the FDA. Wow, I didn't know that. That's a big one. That's that's huge. It's just in the trial phases, and they're specifically using it right now to track CBD oil from farm to consumer. Um, but what they're doing is they're collecting this real-world data and making sure everything is done as they say it. You know, you need to go to the grocery store, and it's like, this is organic? <laughs> yeah. Well, are you sure that guy in the back just didn't put an organic sticker on it? Yeah. You know, if, if it's all tracked on the blockchain, well, you can trace it back to where it came from. True. That's what blockchain, you know, supply chain management is going to eventually do for us. And if if has got a one up, and they're already working with a company with the FDA, they've got some got some lines on some interesting things here. Yeah, I like
0: it, especially with all the supply chain issues that are kind of occurring around the world right now. And I think that's going to be an absolutely massive sector. You yeah. know, I'd be curious to maybe even do like a deep dive into V chain mm-hmm. and kind of see where they're where they're at with some their...
1: crazy facts about V chain. I think
0: we could I think we could dig some up if yeah. you guys want to hear about V Let us know in the comments. It'd be cool. So maybe we could sets me up for that yeah
1: well. i mean if, if there's any project you guys want us to do a truth about a deep dive into let us know in the comments if it gets lots of likes then you know we'll do it for you
0: yeah we see all the comments you guys lay out there we do appreciate them there there's some really lovely ones that are coming through lately mm-hmm. so we appreciate you guys make sure you hit the like and subscribe button it helps us a shit ton yeah and tune into the next episode that one's gonna be a banger